If you are feeling stuck, one of my favorite things to do is have one of your team members, if you're a solopreneur, just go into a meeting yourself and take notes about what you're talking about with a client. Odds are in any given meeting, there are probably 12 to 20 gems of information that you are going over with the client as you go because it's already a part of your process. It's already a part of the advice you give. You are an expert on it. Welcome to The Wedding Plan. My name is Tyler Spire and I am a luxury event planner based in Santa Barbara, California. This podcast is where I share behind-the-scenes adventures from the picture-perfect events we produce, as well as advice for running your own creative business. Fellow event professionals, small business owners, and those of you who love to throw a good party, you are welcome here. Welcome back to The Wedding Plan. Uh, Last episode, we talked about being authentic, knowing who we are, and then consistently showing up on our social media to build trust with prospective clients long before they even book. And, you know, we hear often from social media experts saying, be consistent, show up. And I think You know, the number one stressor for me in that is, oh my gosh, if I have to show up all the time, what am I going to say? For me, it's easy to think about content for a day or two or a week or even maybe a couple weeks. But if I think about if my goal is to be consistently showing up daily, that's 365 pieces of content. And man, just saying that out loud is making me feel a little bit stressed. If your goal is once a week, that is still a lot of content. Every other week, it still can feel like a lot of content. So what I want to talk about today is coming up with the content you are going to use on your social media as a creative business owner, as a creative entrepreneur, um, or being in sort of the creative field. Now, notice we haven't even done a deep dive on Instagram, on TikTok, on Pinterest, and those can all be future conversations. We are still talking about the root of social media the very root of why we even do it and what it is that we can offer on social to make it successful in our businesses. I didn't mention this in the last episode, but I wanted to say that unless you are primarily a social media influencer, social media is not your business. It is just one of many tools that you can use in your business to promote yourself and to authentically connect with your target market. So content, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? When I am looking at content and things that I want to share, there's kind of two pieces to it. One is what should I share? The other is what shouldn't I share? When I am thinking about content, I like to think about giving to and serving my audience. My content includes not only the work we are doing and the things that are making me excited and little snippets into my personal life, but also I try to give good advice 
that is helpful, that is tangible, that someone can listen to and take away and use in their own event planning experience, whether they are someone who's already married and listening to and helping their friend plan a wedding, my you know, advice could be sent for that direction. It could be someone who's just starting to think about getting married. They're finally in that relationship that they think is going to be the one. And they're just starting to look at wedding stuff on TikTok, on social media, wherever they're looking and bringing consistent advice that is helpful is one of the number one ways to build trust. Now, at one of my social media workshops, I was asked, well, if you're just giving a bunch of advice, isn't that like giving yourself away for free? Shouldn't you be charging for that? And friends, if you are consistently showing up giving good, helpful content, then you are building trust with a prospective client. If I say, look, here are my top three tips for choosing a photographer, and then give you that information. That is not taking away from my value. That is adding to my value. Because if I then book this person who watched that video down the line as a client, as their all-inclusive planner, I am going to coach them through booking a photographer. But the value that I bring to the plate as their planner is so much more than the little bits of good advice I've given consistently on social. I am not cheapening myself by giving good information. Quite the opposite. By me giving good information, tips, advice, etc. to my target audience, I am building trust with them. And often there's sort of this amazing psychology around it where if you're giving away all this good stuff for free, it's kind of amazing to then think about, well, what are they going to do if I'm paying them, right? And so in coming up with this helpful content, I think the first thing we all need to remember is that we are the experts. I'm going to say it again. You are the expert. If you are a stationer, you are the expert on stationary. If you are a photographer, you are an expert. You know what you are doing. And there's this beauty in the wedding industry, especially because we kind of every year, year and a half, have a whole new set of couples, right? People get engaged, they plan their weddings, they get married, and they move on. And now there's a new year. And guess what? There's a whole new set of engaged couples who are getting married, and then they will move on. And there's a whole new set. The information that we give has fresh eyes every single year. You know how liberating that is? We don't have to come up with a decade's worth of wedding planning advice. We just need to have really solid content that we can then use over and over for the next audience and the next fresh audience and so on and so forth. Now, as the expert in your field, when you show up to a client meeting, you coach your clients through whatever decision it is they have to make. If you were a stationer, you know what needs to be included on that invitation suite, what format it needs to be in, what are the cool new ideas, what are the cool trends. As I'm saying all of these things, I'm hoping that you are thinking about your own business and the things that you just know. 
And now here's the things about we what we know, right? When I think about wedding planning, my whole life, my whole career is surrounded on wedding planning. So if I start talking about the steps to planning your wedding, to me, that feels redundant because I am in it. I am surrounded by it. I am coaching in it. I am teaching on it. Everything I do in my business surrounds around this. And so when I hear tips or tricks, or when I come up with things, I'm like, well, everyone knows this because I've said this to hundreds of couples now over the years. But guess what? That couple who just got engaged or is just starting to think about getting married, who is looking for advice, they do not have that information. They are looking for that information. They want that information. Even if they didn't know they want that information, they then hear that information and they're like, wow, that's helpful. I didn't think about that. And that is an amazing thing. The information that you can give is so valuable. And that, friends, is the strategy for planning your social media content. If you are feeling stuck, one of my favorite things to do is have one of your team members, if you're a solopreneur, just go into a meeting yourself and take notes about what you're talking about with a client. Odds are in any given meeting, there are probably 12 to 20 gems of information that you are going over with the client as you go because it's already a part of your process. It's already a part of the advice you give. You are an expert on it. Those 12 to 20 things, that's 12 to 20 weeks, days, whatever your goal is around social media worth of content. And that's just in one meeting. Then go into your emails or your client portal or wherever you're tracking communication. What are the questions that your clients are asking you? Then look at that information and how are you answering those questions? Because if you don't know the answer off the top of your head, I bet you anything, if you're a successful business, that you took the time to think about an answer, ask a coach for an answer, ask a fellow professional for an answer, developed that answer, and sent it back to that client. If you didn't, go talk to a coach, a friend, or something and answer your emails because that's a whole separate thing. We really need to be good with our communication, guys. But back to social media. You are the expert. You are providing information. You are providing feedback. You are answering tough questions. You are navigating all these situations. And you have a fresh audience every single year. And that is amazing. So get that notepad out, write down those things from that meeting, go through your emails. What are the most common questions? And then go to an actual event that you're working at, if that's part of your business flow. And what are the things that came up that day that you helped with that were unexpected? What are the things that you do behind the scenes that aren't a part of your contract? What are the things that you are doing to make the day successful? What are the things that other vendors are asking you? Because friends, in the creative services industry, we are often working in teams. We are navigating hard situations. We are making magic happen, sometimes in crazy situations, and we are a wealth of knowledge. Planning content for your business may seem daunting, but here's the thing. 
you already have it inside of you. So write it down, get it out, make that list. Don't try and plan out the entire year. That sounds way too overwhelming. Just get the list down of maybe it's 12 things, 30 things, 40 things, 50 things. I don't know. Make it and have it. Boom. There's your content calendar. That is the information that you can give. If one of the things you wrote down is I help clients with choosing a venue. Say you're a planner and you talk to them about it. I'll tell you right now, when you're choosing a venue, the three things that I coach my clients through are number one is the location. Is it in a place that's going to work for us? And with location, we're thinking about airports. We're thinking about transportation. Is it big enough for our guests? Kind of all these things. Is there enough accommodations around it? Location. Number two is size. Can it accommodate the people we love? Is our guest count non-negotiable or is it negotiable? Are we open to a smaller wedding for the right place or do we have to have all 30 first cousins? I don't know. That's up to you. But size and location. And then thirdly is style because different venues have different styles. And then we can go on with price and all the other things. Boom. That could be five separate TikToks, five separate social posts talking about things to look for in choosing a venue. If you're a stationer, again, you can talk about paper goods. If you are a photographer, there are things about posing. There are things about uh, what to wear at an engagement session. How much time should you allot for photos during the day? If you are a venue, you talk about timing, logistics, load-in, setup, various creative ways to use the space, etc., and so on and so forth. We are a wealth of knowledge. And one of the number one things we can do in that social calendar is give that knowledge to build trust with our clients. That is my primary thing I want to share in my social. Secondary is I want to show my clients and prospective clients and all the people watching what we're currently up to. Social media is a beautiful way to sort of show your portfolio in real time. For me on my social channels, people love seeing a progression. I get the most engagement when I start my story on uh, Wednesday. And I'm like, hey guys, we have this amazing wedding coming up this weekend. And oh my gosh, the linens just arrived. Check out this pattern. And then just like give a little tiny sneak peek. Notice I'm not giving away everything because odds are, especially with like our following and clients, People who are going to be at that wedding are maybe following us. And I don't want to give away the entire design. That is very important to me. They need to be surprised too. So it's just a little sneak peek. And I'm good about that, right? Just a little tiny sneak peek and it gets people excited. Or, oh my gosh, are we so excited about this, right? And then maybe the next day it's like, here's a sneak peek at some of the flowers. And I just kind of get like a little individual bloom here or there. No one's seeing the final masterpiece. And then it's like, hey guys, now we're at the rehearsal dinner. Look at this amazing setup. And we show that setup. And fun fact I never post something on my social until the guests have already seen it. So if a rehearsal dinner is at 6 p.m., I might take all my videos and content prior to 6 p.m., but you better believe that nothing is being posted until after the clients and the guests have seen it. Uh, and that's really important to me. Uh, on wedding day, I might take a video of the bride getting ready, the bouquet, all of that. I don't post any of it until all the wedding guests are in dinner. Because I don't want to take away any of the surprise. And my primary business is being the event planner and designer and unveiling these amazing experiences for the clients, for their guests. And I'm not going to let social media get in the way of that. So 
You have content from your expertise and you have content from your current portfolio. The beauty of a single event is that you can elongate it into so much content. I was talking a little earlier about stories. You can have a story leading up to the event. I'm so excited about this detail. I'm so excited about the next detail. Okay, now it's the rehearsal dinner. Okay, now it's the wedding day. The next day, it could be, oh my gosh, the wedding yesterday was amazing. And then maybe the next day is, ah, here's a photo or something I really love. You could get six or seven days worth of just stories on Instagram, for example, or TikTok does stories as well, based on one single event. Then you can take those videos, those stories, those things you did and create a reel about the ceremony, a reel about the reception, a reel about the transformation that occurred, a reel about a funny moment. Then if you've been listing all the things that you educate and that you do on in kind of step one, you could then make a reel where you're talking to the camera about advice on what to do when it's really sunny on your wedding day. And then you could use the content from the wedding you just created to be the backdrop. You can use that single event to make so much content for you and your business. Thirdly, People book people, not services. So in addition to giving really good advice and building that trust, to showing what you are currently working on and excited about, to show people that you are working on current and amazing things, thirdly is show a little bit of you. Now, I love to show every once in a while some video footage or pictures of my children. I know some people are not willing to share their kids on social media, and that's fine. You need to do what's right for you and your family aside from your business. Um, But I do find that when I share images of my children or show an image of them helping with some flowers at the studio or things like that, I find that my engagement goes way up. And also, I find that a lot of the people commenting on that are my own clients or people that know me and are saying, oh, your kids are so cute. And guys, what a beautiful way to lift the veil on my family and be like, this is my family. Oh, and this is the reason why I don't email uh, you on Sundays. Or when you get that, oh, Tyler's on vacation or, oh, it's Tyler's kid's birthday. He's not in the office today. He's not getting back to you till this date. You understand, oh, yeah. He has that family to take care of. And I know, and I've seen those kids and I've, oh, I've seen that picture of him and his wife. And I like, it puts faces to the names and it helps clients understand who you are. Also, if you are talking about your family or sharing your family prior to booking, that client knows that they exist. So when it does come time for that first boundary conversation of, hey, by the way, we have this conversation with our clients. We're in the office you know, Monday through Friday during the off season or Tuesday through Saturday during the wedding season. And we use either Saturdays and Sundays or Sundays and Mondays to rest and recoup. We're with our families and we do not answer phone calls or emails on those days unless it is an emergency. If the client has no concept of family, who you are and who you are outside of work, it can be difficult for them to come to that. But having those seeds planted through social media can be really helpful. I love to share things about my family, like going on date nights with my wife. That goes back to my core values of, you know, love and marriage and family, right? Saying, hey, my wife and I are going on a date this week. We tried this restaurant. It was delicious. 
that is helpful to my audience who are maybe planning a destination wedding in Santa Barbara or curious about what we're doing or just reminding them, go on a date with your person, guys. It's easy to forget. Uh, when it's my own kids, I, I don't usually post anything that's identifying. Like because we do have a larger following, I don't really post like where they're in school or what they're doing. Or sometimes, like if we're doing something with the kids, I'll wait till the next day to post it, just because I do want to be safe and be like a wise parent. But I will post things like, "Oh, my son made this cool flower arrangement," or "My you know daughter just turned three and it's so sweet and she loves mermaids and whatever," and that is a huge part of who I am and it's important. Another part of showing your family kind of comes into your employees and people. I think it's really important to share the people that work alongside you. And that also builds trust because then your clients have faces to names and see that you have this team to support you. I hope that what you're getting from this podcast episode is that you have a wealth of content to share. I'm hoping that as you're walking away from this, you're all like, whoa, I have so much to share. How am I going to share all of it, right? And that comes back to having that specific goal of what's realistic for you and your company and being consistent and showing up, right? But you have a wealth of knowledge. And now the key is translating that into specific content. That can be specific posts, captions that are helpful with a nice image of your portfolio. It can be reels. TikToks, videos, stories, all of that information can be translated into so much helpful content. But again, getting to the heart of it, showing who you are, it is allowing you to connect and build trust with your audience long before the booking occurs. And for the parts of your audience, the people in your audience who have already booked you, already used you, or maybe they're already married or whatever it is, but they're still following along, it is giving them tools and conversation pieces to then share with their friends and other people. Because again, you never know where that next referral is coming from. My intention with the last episode and with this episode is to dive into the why of social media. We haven't even gotten to super specific content strategies and how to create videos and all of that. And we we may get into that a little bit later. But regardless of the platform or platforms you are showing up on, if you can show up as yourself and you can show up consistently, you will build trust with the people who are watching. And those people will eventually become your clients. Showing up on social media completely changed my business. I never dreamed that would be that we would be where we are today. And the amazing thing is, is we dreamed up doing destination events and then we've done some and now we can show that on social media, which now we're getting more and more increase for destination events. It's this amazing cycle of what you are putting out and what you are giving. It builds that trust. It shows what you can do and it can be lead to super amazing things. So thanks guys. Best of luck and send me a DM, an email, contact me through a social media platform. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode or any questions that you have surrounding your social media strategy. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, over. All that I know is build it over. So let us dance this side away.